The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I am your host, Barry Corollis, and you are listening to Pod to Chat, Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this weekly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I am happy to share my 13 plus years of experience with you. Whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. Today I am broadcasting to you from Anchorage, Alaska, and I've been trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to talk about this week, and I just can't help but bring myself back to having a conversation about what happened in Orlando a couple of days ago. I've been having a lot of different emotions since finding about, out about the, the massacre that happened down in Orlando. And even though I'm about four or 5,000 miles away from that city, I can tell you that even this part of the country is, is feeling the hurt and the pain and the confusion and frustration that is coming out of the, the horrible events that took place in the Pulse nightclub. Um, I feel that this is very relevant to discuss in Pata Chat Talking Dance because uh, these people were meeting to do exactly what we talked about, what we talk about in this podcast, but at its most basic form. Our style of dance, uh, whether it be ballet or contemporary or jazz, modern musical theater, whatever it is, it is derived from social dance that goes all the way back to ancient times. Uh, social dance is really the first type of communication that people had, I believe, even before we could talk. Uh, don't hold me to that. But <laughs> um, to think that somebody could walk into a, a place for freedom of expression and freedom of communication through dance, it's just, it's very challenging for me to digest. And over the last uh, day or two, I've felt just immense frustration. I, I felt frustrated with the fact that I'm angry. I've been frustrated with the fact that something like this could happen again. I've been frustrated that the media sees this as a, a holiday of sorts where they can just sensationalize every story. I was even riding home in my car today and the radio had this long commercial that talked about, uh, it actually had people talking from inside the club as I was just driving home from work trying to forget about these things. Um, and this frustration that I have with the media, uh, it, it goes back to just the story playing over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden I realized that now I'm part of the media and I get to have a voice. And for that reason, I think that it's really important that I share my thoughts on this. So let's get back to dance. Dance has been a part of my life since I was two years old. It's probably been a part of my life since before that. But the earliest I can remember it is when I used to run into my sister's dance class and interrupt it, and the instructor invited me in to partake in the class. Uh, 
I probably wasn't really interested in the training, but I, I just wanted to move my body. And that's something that's stayed with me throughout my entire life. Uh, the moment that I, I, I turned 21, I, I couldn't wait to get out to a dance club, and I actually met my husband out at a gay club in Seattle, Neighbors, which is a club exactly like uh, Pulse in Orlando, Florida. And the reason that I feel that many of us in our community go out to clubs to meet people is because it's one place that you you feel safe to express yourself, which I think is really one of the most magnificent qualities of what dance means. It is a form of expression in a way that sometimes you can't even verbalize. And it's one of the first things that we do as kids, and it's something that just naturally flows through our body. So I was very tied uh, to, to going out and getting this chance to express myself, especially after spending most of my days as a professional dancer, uh, working within a strict framework and the structure that dance provided, I really looked forward to getting out and just letting loose. So where the tragedy and the terror really lies in this is that we were essentially attacked in one of our safe places, and that's, that's the, the basis for terrorism. But we were attacked in a place where you're supposed to be able to relax and express yourself as freely as possible, and uh, somebody tried to take that away from our community. I found myself yesterday uh, not being able to get away from the feelings that I had over the situation, and I would watch TV, uh, and I'd see images on the television, I would listen to the radio, and the DJs would be upset, or even if I went onto social media, I just couldn't get away from it. So I thought to myself, how do I take a moment to just forget? And that's where uh, I remembered that we have art. I went online and I looked for a movie, and the first thing I did was I ran and watched a movie. And there I was for two and a half hours watching Alice Through the Looking Glass, trying to forget about what had happened and to just be taken away into a different world for a little while. So there I was. I finished up the movie, I came home, and of course I was back in that, that world where I had to, to deal with what had happened. And I had to wake up in the morning and I had to go in and, I had, and teach a handful of children uh, about technique. And I felt that there, there had to be a way that I could tie in what had happened in our country being the most, uh, the, the largest terrorist attack, not terrorist attack, but the largest uh, mass shooting in our country's history, and to make it relevant to what we were doing. And I just wanted to share a bit of what we, we discussed today in that class. I knew that when I walked into that class that everybody was already kind of thinking that something must be on my mind. Uh, and I, I was kind of frustrated that just because I'm a gay man that everybody automatically assumed that this tragedy meant a lot to me. Because this tragedy didn't just mean a lot to me because people in my community were affected. It also crossed into 
a, a few other communities that I love. It crossed into the nightclub scene. It crossed into the music and DJ scene. There, it, it crossed into a liberal scene with, where people are free to express themselves. Um, so I had to walk into the studio and I had to, I had to address things right away. And what I reminded the students that I was working with was that there are things happening in our world every single day. And our job as artists is to find ways to express things and to make sense of why things happen in our world. Because other people, they go and they, go and they work and they help make our society function, whether you're an accountant or whether you are a, a doctor taking care of people. But our jobs as artists is to explore and to figure out why things are the way that they are and then to help people come to terms with those things. I know that this may be difficult to understand, but artists and especially dancers are some of the most courageous people that I've ever known. They're the people that are willing to take everything that everybody around us is feeling and to share those things publicly in order to help other people. When somebody can't speak, we dance. When somebody can't understand, we dance. And what we do is we share our art so that we can help people forget about the things that are bad or to help them understand why somebody passed away or to Think about why somebody would go into a nightclub and maybe even understand it from their perspective. We really help to show society that there's not necessarily a reason for everything that happens, but there's some beauty and some hope in all of this. I guess what it really comes down to is we help offer hope through dance. And that's why it's so important, not to, just to dancers, it's important to, to everybody in our society. I, I talk about art all the time and arts funding, and one of my favorite things to say when people start talking about cutting funding to the arts is, anybody that wants to get arts, arts funding cut should have the radio taken away from them so that when they're driving to and from work, they have nothing to listen to. No talk radio, no uh, favorite band, no favorite singer, none of that. I think that uh, that would be a great way to, to show people what it would be like if we didn't have art. Imagine if you never had that one artist that helped you not feel so alone in your first broken heart when love was taken away from you. Uh, somebody that was willing to share their heartbreak so that you could get past your heartbreak. It's, it's the same thing across the board in all art forms. And I really feel that for that reason, we need to turn to our art in times like this so that we, like I said, we, so that we can feel better, that we can feel uh, that we're not alone, that we can express ourselves, that we can feel hope once again. While it was difficult to make it through my day today, 
and to share my love of dance with a great group of kids. I was able to make it through the day also because the uh, one one other concept of how art helps, especially artists, is I had something to work towards. I had uh, a mission. I had some. I had myself to work on. I had these students to work on, and. Working as an artist, whether you're a young student that hopes to, to be a professional one day or just in classes for recreation, getting to experience art and being in the studio practicing your craft, it's in not only an outlet for your expression, but it also gives you a chance to focus on something other than things that are happening outside of you. Sometimes people say that dance is a very selfish art because you're constantly staring in the mirror and you're constantly fixing yourself and focusing on yourself. But part of the beauty of dance is that you get to be inside yourself with yourself and to be focusing on something positive, which is improving yourself and learning more about yourself. So by the time that we got to the end of our day today, I had the kids doing an exercise which was helping them bring out different experiences in their lives to understand how they can use that to, uh, as an impetus for their movement. And I actually took the story of uh, a friend of mine who passed and turned it into a piece of choreography. And through that, we were able to find how to express ourselves. But what I found was really interesting was that all of a sudden, the movement that I created for my story became relevant to each student in the class and how they were feeling on a day that was really quite somber of a day. And it was just really fascinating to see how much these kids moved me and at the same time how moved these kids were by their ability to take part in dance and how it didn't just help them individually but it united them together to uh, help them feel better and to to just make a little bit more sense out of out of what happened this past weekend instead of trying to focus too much on this tragedy and to tug on your heartstrings and tell you stories of what happened i instead want to inspire you to go out and seek some art this weekend, whether it's to go see a movie or to go see a performance, whether it be dance or symphony or theater or anything, or to go to an art museum, I, I'd like to inspire you to go out and take part in that. And if you need a moment to reflect on what has happened, or if you want to remember the people that passed away in this horrible tragedy, instead of taking a moment of silence to remember these people, I hope you will take a moment to dance for these people in their memory and enjoy of the reason that they were all together in this one place. Thank you for taking the time this week to tune in and talk dance with me. Remember, if there are any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycorollis.com. 
That's www.barrykerollis.com. You can also reach out to me on that website if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcast or to book master classes in ballet or contemporary technique, choreography, or for speaking engagements. If you enjoyed this chat, please feel free to share, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. Every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running. And if this didn't fulfill your dance fix, check out my sister podcasts on the Premier Dance Network. New hosts from your favorite dance companies are being added monthly. If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm doing in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, where my name is Barry Corollis, or Twitter at Bariscos. Also, be sure to subscribe to my blog, Life of a Freelance Dancer, where I've been writing about working as a freelance artist for over four years. Thank you for listening into Pot of Chat. I hope you return next Friday to talk dance with me, and remember to go out and support your local dance scene.